So we are now hearing the Florida overpass that collapsed last year had major design flaws. Six people were killed that day. Investigators saying the busy road below should have been closed to traffic while it was under repair. It was not closed. Phil Keating has that story now. The fallout today in Miami. I'm trying to stop over. Yeah. What's up, October? I'm trying to fall through. Life would be better if I could call you. Yeah. We at the Marriott. Got eh, you on your period. Uh, I had plans on it. At least just put your hands on it. Uh, take off the shirt too. Shit, I got work too. But we going past curfew. Come here, let me search you. Uh, you got five minutes. Hell yeah, it's the time limit. Uh, I might hit it. Bitch, I'm Mike Bivens. I like light-skinned. I like dark-skinned. I like white-skinned. I like all women. They're my type. Yeah, she know what I like. Yeah, she know what I like. Yeah, she know what I like. I might call her up. She might fall in love. What's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new edition of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 167. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube. Go and check out the Social Introvert TV on YouTube. I got a new video up and Spotify. I'm now streaming on Spotify and Anywhere else you listen to podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, I'm on there, apparently. Um, I, I don't know how, but that's dope. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm everywhere, man. So, I just want to start this off with some music news. You know, well, I, I usually get into music news when I first start the episode. I don't know. Uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde from 2016. And I was like, oh, shit, the album really did drop in 2016. I was like, damn, all right. It's four, almost four years ago, really. Pitchfork.com has named Blonde Album of the Decade. And I don't, I, I don't see how it would be Album of the Decade. It's an okay album. I mean, it, like, I don't hate the album at all. I like it. It's really good. Like I said, I never sat down and gave my true thoughts on Frank Ocean's Blonde. This might be the time where I do it. Uh, I really like the album. Uh, I, I guess a lot of people were expecting Channel Orange. I do like everything that led up to the release of Blonde. Like the, the pop-up shops with the Boys Don't Cry magazine. Uh, if you got the Boys Don't Cry magazine, there is a different version of Blonde. Uh, different alternate covers just uh, he he went all out for the pop-up shop that's what I thought was dope about Blonde days before that he dropped another album called Endless Endless technically was supposed to be the original album to drop but being the fact that these songs like if you go and listen to Endless like apparently no one can find Endless I have it but if you (laughs) if you sit down and listen to Endless uh, each song is no more than a minute or 
a minute and a half, maybe two minutes long. They're like short recordings. It's almost like a, uh, it's almost like an art piece. It's something like if you sat down to listen, you could see them putting it in the Library of Congress. I, to me, that's how it sounds. Like this would be an album in the Library of Congress, or like the fucking Smithsonian or something. Blonde, uh, Blonde is cool, but it's not. It's not album of the decade worthy. I would give maybe Channel Orange, and even that's up for debate. I wouldn't even give Channel Orange album of the decade. But I'm not surprised, being that Pitchfork is very biased. Uh, Earmilk.com is another biased website. DJBooth.net is another biased website. Even though there's some things about DJ Booth that I do like, but a lot of them, y'all bias. Y'all real bias. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's some other um uh, vice is another bias one. well vice started out so cool and they did this complete like 180 of just now they're social justice warrior type news and shit it's so fucking weird i haven't watched vice in years i don't even know how action bronson still has his shows on vice because we know how we know how R-rated Action Bronson likes to get with his content, how he talks. Uh, Danny Brown even has a TV show on Vice, which I think with that type of setting, uh, I think the show's called Danny's House. And it's almost like a uh, Eric Andre setup, except to me, it, they're literally sitting in Danny's living room just having an interview. So it's almost like an uh, Eric Andre show mixed in with like mr rogers or some shit like that with like a, a late night television vibe i think that show though needs to be like on showtime or hbo or stars or something because danny's house is too good to be on vice but that's something like you know danny brown is one of those guys who don't give a shit you, you say what he gotta say <laughs> um he'll crack the jokes that he wants to crack but it's you know i very biased is all I have to say. And I, I wouldn't give Frank Ocean's Blonde album of the decade. That's that's it to me. It's, it's a cool album. Um, I, I I have not gone back to listen to it in quite some time. Um, I haven't gone back to Channel Orange and listened to that in quite some time. Even though I think, Jesus, Channel Orange is superior, like by far, than Blonde. The project that I do go back and listen to by Frank is Nostalgia Ultra. And it's probably because I like the song Strawberry Swing. Um, it's a cover of Coldplay's Strawberry Swing. But anyway, um, let me see what else is going on in the news. Uh, enough Amber Geiger bullshit. I, I, I don't see a drug dealer testifying against a cop living in the same building that he was living in. Um there's more to speculate from that. I'm not going to get into it. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, so Wendy Williams tells an audience member during her show to get out after a phone goes off in the middle of her talking. She literally just went off. Uh, let me see if I can find the clip for you guys. You know, I mean, if she was diva demanding uh, uh, milk and cookies, 
that's like fun stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's like fun stuff. I'm sure Jen gets it. And you know what? She probably didn't. Somebody phone on. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Turn that phone off now. So, ma'am, whoever you are, just please, please, kindly, the tickets are free, but when you come here, you must turn your phones off. I was being overdramatic, but kindly please turn your phone off. <laughs> Thank you. So here's the thing. I don't think I've ever heard, or out of the talk shows that I've watched growing up, like uh, Montel Williams, Yolanda, uh, Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake, Maury, Jerry Springer, uh, so many more. Um, I, if I recall, I think one of my boys, we, we had a good laugh about it too, but he was sitting there talking about it. He said, man, you know, man, my mom used to watch the RuPaul talk show back in the day. And I'm like, RuPaul? And I was like, oh yeah, RuPaul did have a talk show back in the day, in the, like in the 90s. And for some reason, we just started laughing because a lot of people think RuPaul is just like new with the whole the, the drag race shit going on. Uh, I think it's VH1. They think RuPaul is like this new figure, but I was like, oh, yes, yeah, she did have a or he did. My bad. He did have a fucking uh, talk show back in the 90s, but whatever. Uh, Wendy or Wendell, who? never mind. Calm down, Sid. Chill out. I'm a chill. Anyway, uh, real quick, there's a new project out <laughs> uh, by Michael Christmas, and it is the sequel to Baggy Eyes. Baggy Eyes 2. Uh, this came out of nowhere for me. I was super hyped because I loved the first Baggy Eyes. Polyester the Saint pr uh, produced on that project. Cardo was all over that project. I think for the most part, Cardo was all over that project. But I love the first Baggy Eyes project. This one is pretty dope, too. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I listened to it yesterday. So anyway, real quick, one of my favorite joints off of this project is called Sleep Good. Check it out. was a young and all I wanted to do was ball buying up all the air forces at the mall it's funny how things change when you not small now my goals big and tall like a 3xt bitch smoke good then eat chips out in Texas they have wrapped the bacon round a piece of shrimp finer shit but listen I don't need designer shit I'm cozy and a lazy ass boy on my recliner shit I pick my fro but they don't pick me some 49er shit but still I got the homies right behind me that Verizon shit I talk to God cause I be shook especially on flights millionaire trajectory please let me keep my life and if i die before i wake i'll probably cry with you and i'm jail posing in the big picture it ain't no lottery for niggas just gotta spit the truth and they gon' ride with you and as i walk about the booth i hope you sleep good even if you sleeping on me eat good even if you eating off me don't touch my friends you could meet the army i've been plotting on a couple million all week so if i offend you i ain't saying sorry so if i offend you 
you, I ain't saying sorry. So if I offend you, I ain't saying sorry. So if I offend you, I ain't saying sorry. Now when I do my thing, I don't be thinking about what niggas want. I think about my sister ball and make a second grade and all the first pair of jetpack shoes, blast off big hair, and she give me big brain, new trunk. Sleep on a nigga so long, y'all groggy. How you rock shades in the function, shit's foggy. Pray when I'm out, these niggas ain't froggy. Pray when I'm home, this food don't get soggy. On the plane, wishing I Once again, that's Sleep Good by Michael Christmas off of the brand new project, Baggy Eyes 2. It's available on Spotify and Apple Music. So there's a TV show on VH1 uh, called Brunch with Tiffany. You know what? Real quick. I don't have cable anymore. I just use Netflix. I use Hulu. And uh, what I use now for for both is Roku. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have heard of Roku. Who hasn't? And, uh, you know, Fire TV. But, you know, I I haven't bothered to really watch the the syndicated cable television. You know, (laughs) the shit that we saw on the TV guy growing up and, and everything like that. I don't really watch a lot of these shows. Uh, but there is a show on VH1 called Brunch with Tiffany. Uh, with Tiffany Pollard from, you know, A Flavor of Love and I Love New York. Um, I like New York. She's funny to me sometimes, you know, especially the fact that she's lasted this long and she's still known for being on Flavor of Love. And she's able to, get, I guess, maneuver her way through the reality TV industry is it's dope. I you know, except for that infamous spitting uh, clip from Flavor Love. I I don't know. I I was like, yuck. Anyway, <laughs> so Sin Santana was a guest on Brunch with Tiffany. And she says, leaving Joe Budden was the best decision she's ever made. Uh, let me go down further into the article. She says, we didn't decide on anything. I did what was best for my mental health, for my peace. And for me and my son, basically, let's just say that I'm probably the happiest I've ever been. And that's the and that was probably the best decision I've made in my entire life in the 26 years I've been living on this earth. The best decision I made was leaving that relationship. And my son and I are amazing. Uh, We've yet to hear a response from Joe Budden on the matter. And it's unclear if he'll actually chime in. Hey, guess what? Joe's not. And watching Joe Budden since like 02, 2001, 2002, whatever. Uh, he's very, very meticulous with just the subliminal wordplay. He's going to say, it, it might go over your head, but if you know what's going on, it'll catch you. You're like, oh shit, okay, I know what he's talking about. And I know a lot of people are going to agree with Sin. And they'll be like, Joe Budden. Like, it's like people, people that don't even know Joe Budden, like, I guess the people or the peons like us that pay attention they're gonna try to jump down joe's um back and you know joe be acting like this like the fuck he has a chip on his shoulder he has had that chip on his shoulder since the early 2000s uh as he's gotten older he's gotten a hell of a lot better with it actually a cool person um being the fact that he put a lot of his life on display i i give him credit for that uh, him branching away from rap to just talking about it on Revolt with the State of the Culture TV show uh, when he was a part of the um, what show was that with with Complex? I don't know. That's 
See, that's how bad the show's fallen off on Complex. I can't even remember the fucking name. And uh, and his podcast. I don't need to get into the podcast. We know how dope that is. But it's like people always want to get on him for having a chip on his shoulder. Like the dude has been like that forever. Forever. He's gotten a hell of a lot better with it. But the, the funny thing is, if you haven't been really looking at it, uh, you wouldn't know that since Santana has been throwing like subtle shots on Twitter. And it's kind of weird. And there was like a few episodes back on Joe Button's podcast. I think somewhere around. Uh, I think it was a little bit before. I, this might have been at least 10 to 15 episodes back where at the end where he would he make this little weird nursery rhyme where he was talking about somebody. I don't know. You got to go back and listen to it. But he would come up with this nursery rhyme talking about how somebody wasn't able to. I, I can't really remember but it's funny as shit i just i think it was it was due to something like being bitter or some shit like that or like a bitter baby mom or some shit like that he would say in you know rory and mall and parks would laugh but yeah uh like let it go joe's not gonna respond and if he responds uh rory or mall are gonna joke about it parks too them three are going to joke about it and uh, or he will at the end of the episode for the next couple of weeks, he'll give you like he'll come up with another like nursery type rhyme throwing shots. That's what he's going to do. He's not going to talk to you directly. He's not going to say what he has to say. Now, I'll be surprised if he does that, but he's not going to bash you directly. He's smarter than that. But anyway, I want to know. What does Sin Santana do? Like, what is she really famous for? Is she, like, just the jump off? Like, I, I'm not sure. Even back whenever she was on Love & Hip Hop with Erica Mena, I believe. I think it was Erica Mena. I don't know. Like, I always... I was curious to what Erica Mena, you know, did for the music industry. Like, were they just jump offs? Or are they just jump offs? I'm not sure. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> Moving on from that, some bullshit-ass news. See what else is going on up in here. Uh, T.I. has gone out of his way to come up with his top 50 all-time greatest rappers list or whatever. Um, and he went out of his way, or the one person that wasn't on this list was Nicki Minaj, and people were wondering. And he basically gave his reason on why Nicki Minaj wasn't on his top 50 list. I think this was during his expeditiously uh, podcast. Why the fuck does he have a podcast? Like, does anybody listen to that, or has anyone listened to it yet? No. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he says it's between Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj, addressing his friends and peers in the room at the time. I don't think we can have both because they are direct reflection from one another. Somebody chimes in and says that's without Kim. Uh, without Kim. Nikki would not be able to do what she does today. Tip agrees with that sentiment. He also says, Nikki is one of the biggest selling artists of all time, and I salute that. It's all about impact. Eventually, they decided to chart Little Kim after Bun B, noting that all female lists may be coming up soon, and Nikki will be on it. 
Hey, check this out. Everybody that has a top 50 list, your top 50 list is trash. I don't give a fuck. I'm saying what I have to say. If you have made a top 50 list, and that includes um, us regular, regular folks. If you made a top 50 list, uh, you're trash. You're go you're, you're well not you're not trash, but your list is trash. I'm pretty sure it is. And I know this is nothing new. You know, people go off of the popularity contest, but I can't help but look and say, bro, your list is garbage. And most people will say, well, Sid, I bet you can't come up with a better list. I'm basically that confident enough in saying that I can. I could come up with a better list. Y'all naming the same motherfuckers. Like, these niggas are not. <laughs> I don't know why people don't believe me when I say things like, oh, <clears throat> such and such artist that you might have never heard before could rap the artist that you know about under a table. And yeah, it sounds like pretentious. It sounds snobbish. Yeah, I understand that. But it's like, I guess it's the fact that I've literally came out the womb listening to rap. So it's most of these mainstream cats that get put on is gonna take a lot to really just for me to be impressed and this is the reason why a, a podcast like this or you know that i created i want to showcase artists that can hang with the mainstream cats i'm not impressed by these niggas <clears throat> why like people want to know why i'm so hard on eminem or a j cole or like any other big artists that people get fucking hype for like big sean and them like i don't give a fuck about them because i've heard that before they're saying nothing different than what i've heard before in the 90s <laughs> they just been able to hang around this long so i'm not fucking impressed uh your top 50 list is garbage this is also why i've been saying the things that i've been saying in the in the last few weeks uh regarding common having a better discography than nas and jay-z like it's it's just got to the point where I'm like, wait a minute, you know what? Let me go back and listen again. Or Nas, yes, he's being you know, being one of my favorite rappers, but I put Scarface above him. Like uh and Scarface is not in my top whatsoever. I love Scarface, but he's not like in my top ten list of rappers at all. But I respect the hell out of him for his songwriting ability and his lyricism. Like a few weeks ago, I said to myself, it seems like we live in like this time loop. Like, don't think I'm crazy. And I was like, damn, it's like we live in the same time loop or like a simulated reality or some shit. Like people are fucking robots. It's like you ask them a question, name your top. Da -da 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 -da, and they just name the same fucking people. And I'm just like, y'all know there's like more people out there to pay attention to and look at. That's just me. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm off of that. Like, I guess I'm a little antsy and irritable due to Ti having a podcast and naming it expeditiously and just being corny about it. He's just a cornball to me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, real quick, let me see what else we got here as far as new music goes. Uh, Danny Brown dropped an album called "You Know What I'm Saying." And I'm scared to play it. I don't know if I'm going to get flagged for it. I'm, I'm really scared. 
uh let me see what else is here but the the danny brown you know what i'm saying album is fucking dope i will say that uh let me see mellow music group artist larange and jeremiah J. Uh, they dropped a new album together called Complicate Your Life with Violence. Their last album under the same label was, what was it called? The Night Took Us In Like Family. Dope album. This album, though, I haven't really listened to it. I heard the single, but I went ahead and I was like, you know what? Let me purchase this album because if this is anything like the last album, I'll buy it too. So um, I went ahead. I bought the single. I'm going to sit and listen to the album. If this is dope as like the last one, the night took us in like family, I'm, I'm purchase it. <laughs> but anyway, one of my, uh, well, not one of my, cause I haven't listened to the full album. This song right here, the lead single is called dead battery. Check it out. Look, I made a mistake, captain. If I hadn't thrown her in jail, he'd be all right now. Keep up. How would you like a swift punch on the nose? A man's been done an injustice. Not exactly. Turn it up. Oh, Daffy on your radio dial. Stay tuned to the bass, yo. You know we keep it raw. The powers got your back to the wall. But tonight we gon' party like it's 1984. The Empire strikes back, heavy like an Aztec. Steady like the Ottoman, ready with the hazmat. Black on the star line, take you to the far side. In the world, the waste of taking fire on. Welcome to Babylon, where the streets ain't calm since BC. We've been raining on, feel a thunderstorm. When he clashed with the titans Leviathan biting tidal waves from Poseidon Across the landscapes that caused the earthquakes The cost across gates, the price that's man-made Show bargain for the trade, a slaughter for the game Bring honor to a name, a march into the flames yeah. Would you fight for me? Would you die for me? Once again, that's Dead Battery by LaRange and Jeremiah J off of the brand new project Complicate Your Life with Violence. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. So, before I get up out of here, I love the state of Florida. And despite the wild shit that goes on, I will I will give this amazing news out. So, Super Nintendo World is in development. We all know one is going to be in Japan. There has been news that Super Nintendo World is in development currently at Orlando, Florida, and it should be up and running by 2021. I can't fucking wait. I ain't, bruh. Finally. <laughs> anyway, uh, one thing that they, they are literally building this to make it look like the old Mario games from the pictures and everything. I'm like, this is going to be crazy. 
they have a raceway that they are developing which is i'm supposed i guess it's supposed to be mario kart if i'm not mistaken they have these crazy uh state of the line vr glasses for this mario kart raceway and i guess you get to pick the raceway that you want to drive on like rainbow road from the video game mario's castle donkey kong's home turf i believe toad's runway is supposed to be on there something like that this is gonna be crazy i can't wait it's been a while since i've been to universal studios i think the last time i went i was 15 and after that i just kept going to disney which i've always had fun at disney but it wasn't to the same degree that i had fun when i went to um you know universal and i think the reason why is because when i went to universal i went by myself with my homeboy it was just me and him and we went to orlando we took the greyhound we like yo fuck it let's go <laughs> and we during the summertime um shout out to jay and we just went for no reason and our parents were like are y'all shorting like no we we got this and we stayed out there for about three four days no yeah four days three to four days and it was dope uh last time i went to disney it's 2014 this is after my dad's funeral this is like well into the summer uh my dad's funeral was somewhere in the beginning of february yeah uh because he passed at the very end at the tail end of january and the funeral happened at the beginning of february so yeah somewhere in like july we went to disney i had fun there because you know i'm, I'm 24 at the time and the oh my gosh the <laughs> the vacation house i was staying in was wonderful that was great too but uh it's time for me to pay a visit to orlando uh to go to universal studios might go before then because i also want to see the wonderful world of harry potter or the wizarding world of harry potter whatever haven't done that yet but i will uh, real quick, uh, other news in Florida, some wild shit that's been going on within the past 24 to 48 hours or less, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> Florida couple arrested after ghost mask crime spree that spanned three counties. A Florida couple was arrested Monday in connection to an armed <laughs> bank robbery earlier this year. That was, oh, that was part of a crime spree spanning three counties. John Armstrong Jr., age 30, and Tanya Legg, age 43, were taken into custody at a gas station in North Fort Myers on Monday. Let me see. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Middle District of Florida said in a news release that Armstrong, an un unidentified associate, and Legg allegedly robbed a BB&T bank. Oh, my God. Why does it got to interrupt? Anyway, sorry about that. Where was I at? Allegedly robbed a BBNT bank. Sorry about that, guys. In Altamonte Springs on September 26th, wearing masks. Armstrong and the unidentified man used guns to force bank employees to open the bank's safe, from which they stole $22,000 in cash. Leg was allegedly <laughs> the getaway driver. For the two men and bought items used in a robbery. Let's see what else is going on down below. Armstrong is also accused of trying to 
rob a PNC bank in Davenport, Florida on <laughs> September 25th when an unidentified associate. Officials said in a crime complaint that earlier that morning, Armstrong or an associate carjacked the vehicle, held the victim at gunpoint, and then used the stolen vehicle as a getaway vehicle for the attempted PNC robbery. The Orange County Sheriff's Office had put out a plea for information on Twitter for the ghost mask armed robbers, which showed them captured on surveillance cameras during their alleged crimes. The 30-year-old Armstrong is also accused of robbing a 7-Eleven convenience store in North Fort Myers. Oh my god, I want this to be the artwork, but it looks so... It looks blurry as shit. That might not be the artwork, but it is so epic. Uh, during this robbery, Armstrong struck one of the store employees in the face with his firearm, causing a laceration to the bottom corner of, oh my God, of her left eye. Armstrong was charged in a federal criminal complaint with Hobbs account robbery and attempted bank robbery. While Leg was been, Leg has been charged in a separate criminal complaint with bank robbery. Oh, complaint with bank robbery. Okay. All right, let me see what else. There's more to be read down here. If convicted, Armstrong and Leg each face a maximum penalty of 20 years in federal prison on each count. Jeez. <laughs> Both suspects made their initial appearances in federal court Tuesday in Fort Myers. Authorities are still looking for an additional suspect. The FBI is still investigating the robberies with assistance from several local law enforcement departments. Wow. Um, so this is on Fox News. And this is... This happened a while ago, but this is an update from two hours ago. So, yeah, Florida couple arrested after ghost mask crime spree that spanned three counties. Amazing. Now, let's. Uh, I don't know about this one. Oh, this one is so incredible. Hopefully I can find this damn article. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Florida man accused of giving beer to an alligator. <laughs> what the hell? Um, according to a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission report, a complaint was received in August about Kepke, I guess it's, it's K-E-P-K-E, -E, whatever, uh, holding an alligator. A video apparently showed Kepke trying to get the alligator to bite his arm and giving beer to the reptile. After which the alligator reached aggressively. Officers said that they went to Kepke's home on September 17th and Kepke told them he was the person in the video. The f Damn. Uh, Kepke told officers Osborne caught the reptile. I guess that was the accomplice. With his bare hands in Palm City on August 26th, he said they later released the gator alive. Kepke also told officers he had a couple of beers but wasn't drunk when the incident happened a female friend was there when the incident happened as well on september 21st officers spoke with the friend who confirmed what osborne and kepke said the woman told officers she thought the reptile bit kepke because of his actions kepke and osborne were arrested october 3rd and taken to the martin county jail where they were later released on bond look i love florida like the next person. Well, I don't know how many of y'all really like Florida like that, but you would never catch me ever living in Florida due to the laws, the just the wild shit that just goes on there. Uh, I know another 
uh, general consensus. Well, I don't know if it's a general consensus. Maybe it's just me. I, I love visiting Atlanta. I would never live in Atlanta ever. <laughs> and that's me complaining about traffic. Um, just it's a melting pot, man. It's almost like, um, you know, most people that'll say, oh, I never live in New York, man. It's just too crazy. See me. I drop everything. I drop all my plans and I move to New York. I would live in New York. Uh, but I don't know what it is about Atlanta. What just keeps me away from it. And every now and then I'll step my foot in there and, you know, just, you know, kick it for a few days. And then I just, I gotta go. I gotta go. Like that's like the number one escape plan for everyone. When there's like a hurricane evacuation in States like Florida or South Carolina and shit like that. It's like, especially right here. Oh, we going to Atlanta. And I'm like, for what, man? Them niggas crowded. They don't want y'all. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 167 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to the usuals. Random Tandem Podcast, 12 Cow Podcast, Just Say Words Podcast, Reasonable Ignorance Saturdays with Chicken Duck. The John Effect Podcast. Y'all know who y'all are. I'm not shouting out the rest of y'all. I stay listening to y'all. Love y'all. Uh, real quick. <laughs> also, I don't want to forget about the BYNK family. Why did I say real quick? Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to the boy Rain Coleman over there at Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Real quick about... uh, That's why I was saying real quick. Uh, about Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, I did a collab episode with him uh on batwoman the cw series uh our podcast is called knights in gotham you can listen to that on carefree black nerd i believe that episode will be out tomorrow if i'm not mistaken i believe it's tomorrow but the podcast will be called knights in gotham and you know what leading up to batwoman releasing i'm familiar with batwoman uh, ever since I saw her a few years ago in the Batman animated movie, Mystery of the Batwoman, she's a dope character. I don't I, I get why people are kind of pushed back on the trailers because it looks like this feminist SJW type shit. But when you watch the show, it is completely different. I understand that they went through reshoots or something like that. Maybe they did. I don't know how true that is. But from what I watched, um, it's. It's another CW show. Uh, it's a hell of a lot better than Supergirl. I gave up on Supergirl. And I'm a big fan of the comic version of Supergirl. So that's why I'm so disappointed in the TV version. I'm just I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is not the comic. But uh, Batwoman, uh, like Batman, except, you know, it's like it's a diet Batman when it comes to the dark tones. But there's some there's some dark themes in there. So. I'm going to watch the whole damn season. I don't care. Uh, also, we got the final season of Arrow. A little skeptical of that. Uh, Arrow's kind of let me down somewhat. You know, halfway through season seven. Uh, I, I just don't know, man. First half of season seven where Arrow was awesome. Then towards the second half was just like, blah. Uh, the Elseworlds crossover was cool. And then the last season, uh, this this last season of flash 
I don't know, bro. Y'all gonna have to pick it up. Pick up the pace, bro. But anyway. <laughs> um, all right. I already shouted y'all out. And of course, uh, I can't forget about Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith of BYNK Radio as well. Those are our blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. I have a new entry coming. Uh, the latest entries you can listen to. Oh, not listen to. Jesus, I'm fucking up. That you can read on bynkradio.net in the lifestyle section. Just scroll down to the social introvert. That is the blog. Uh, the latest ones that you can really uh, peep and read. Uh, my Joker review. I have one talking about DC's Black Label. If DC has a fighting chance against Marvel. Um, I have one on Thanos' Garden. The resting place at the end of Infinity War. It's a real place in the Philippines. I really want to visit it. And, oh, and I have a theory blog based on 1982's The Thing, directed by John Carpenter, starring Keith David and uh, Kurt Russell. But yeah, that's about it. And uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. You can follow the Instagram podcast page that's at the Social Introvert Podcast as well as the Twitter podcast page, TSI underscore pod. And if you have any questions, send your thoughts. could be about anything. Send those emails my way, the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys. Peace. Yo, yeah, don't lie to me. They get exposed so violently. The pain in the soul won't go quietly. Do whatever you want. Just be straight. Show and prove till the truth is a hold. And don't wait. Yeah, be straight with me. I know it's hard and you hate to be confrontation. Know the information flows gracefully. If you let it, I can't loan from memory banks. But no credit. Let it go. Don't edit. Uh, I can take it. The only real truth is butt naked. And I know when you're faking. And maybe them others was impatient. But I'm telling you to trust. I can take it. Trust is so sacred. We need a solid foundation of openness with no hesitation. Just talk to me. I'm here, just talk to me, give it to me straight, just talk to me, come on. About being real and not being an asshole You can keep real without being so rude though But y'all hella grown and you know when it's too cold You say it all harsh and the damage is twofold A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine smooth though I'm saying though, you ain't gotta say it like that though You can be true and still come off tactful If that's so hard, I ain't asking for too much You beat me in the head with the shit like it's nunchucks I ain't saying cover, just butter the truth up You know I'm sensitive and you came to me too tough Come on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.